Can I have your attention, please? It is now time for the moment everyone has been waiting for. Tea time with T and Robin. Okay. All right. That sounds awesome. Oh my God! Okay, yeah. it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. What's the procedure, stay everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm. Wait, 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 wait. You knew it. Calm What is up, everyone? We're back. Did you miss us? Sorry. Sorry. But we're back. It's tea time with Robin. You know who I have here. Robin, how are you? Uh, I'll tell the truth. <laughs> I love I it. Tell, tell, tell the tell truth, it. Robin. Tell the truth. Okay, it's Friday, right? And so it's we're a day Friday. late on our pod, and it was for a reason. Because I had a girls' night. Wow, it was out there partying, y'all. <laughs> and we did some damage. And I, on Friday, am still recovering. Wow, I was out there partying, y'all. <laughs> I was. And I paid the price. And let me tell you, when you get old, it takes a long time to get over this stuff. But it was mm. fun. I bet it was. I love it. I okay. love that for you. But... I mean, we are back again, yes. like I said. And Robin was, uh, what was that? What was it? Girls trip. Robin's doing a girls trip. Yeah, I did a I girls was, trip. <laughs> I was chilling at home. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get this episode. We're going to talk about uh, some hires that happened in yes. this bill's organizations. Two that just happened maybe 20 minutes ago. Uh, we kind of talked about it. But first, what I want to ask you is, how do you feel about so last, you know, last year was a crazy type of a end of the season. And um, us as fans, we kind of felt it. Like we find, we kind of felt uneasy. We talked about it maybe mm-hmm. towards the end of the season of last year that it was kind of uneasy type of a off season. Like everything was up in the air. We didn't know what was going to happen when it came to some of the coaching positions. And Dig situation happened. Now, I, I, I promised myself what I was not going to do this offseason is worried about Stefan Diggs and what he is doing. <laughs> I don't really care. But just for this episode, because I want to ask you, I think I am tired of the whole you not talking to the media and Josh is always sticking up for you. At some point, can you stick up for yourself and say, listen, wasn't a great end of the season. I should have caught that ball, blah, blah, blah. Because you see all the other players do it. Like, what? what and I don't want to say accountability. Unfortunately, there were a lot of people, not just digs. There were a lot of players that just split and ditched and left Josh to deal with all the ramifications of, of what happened. Right. Von Miller wasn't there. He left. Right, right, you're right. Okay, so he's a captain. You know, my point here is I think there's too much focus on Diggs in the media to the point where Diggs now feels, I'm not trying to speak for him, but Mm -hmm. he looks like he's feeling frustrated with the media. Right. I remember the incident that happened, you know, with Maddie Glab. Oh, that yeah, was that's right. that, that was one that. thing, and I I love Maddie to death, mm-hmm. uh, but that that was an incident, 
And I believe that even before that, there were, there was a sense, at least on my part, that Diggs didn't like dealing with the media, period. Mm -hmm. He would answer questions and, and, and quite honestly, bluntly, and I loved listening to him when he did speak, but I believe he has a basic distrust of the media and doesn't want to deal with the media, and especially because of that narrative that was going all last season. What's right. wrong with Stefan Diggs? And why is Stefan doing this? And, you know, Stefan, Stefan, Stefan. And he probably had his belly full, and it's not mandatory, except for the quarterback, I believe, mm-hmm. speak to the media. So why would he is, you True. know, my my point, why would he? He has nothing to gain because there anything that he says is going to be misconstrued, taken out of context, and hashed to death. So that's what I think. Okay. I, think I like that. Diggs alone. But I also agree with you in the sense that Diggs also has a rather immature side and he's quick to become emotionally reactive and defensive. If he's asked a question that bothers him in any way, he gets defensive. And so that part of it, I wish he would like cool down a little bit. Right. But I do think his his main thing with the media is well-deserved because they, they just hammer at him constantly. Mm-hmm. And especially the national media, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I would get irritated too. Yeah. And this is why I think I'm taking a stance of not like covering like I did last year in last off season because it was a thing I, as Bill's fans, we seen it like, you know what I mean? But then you have the national media and people that, that that's really not involved in the Bill's community or what's going on with the Buffalo Bills per se is just taking it a step further to where he wants to be out of here. I mean, you got Dallas fans saying certain stuff. I mean, yes, that's exactly. his brother. But I mean, it's just, I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't, I don't, not that I don't care. He's still a Bills fan. So until like they say he's no longer with the Buffalo Bills, he's still here. So, and you know, that's my stance on it. And he's a pro bowler. He got he selected because someone, I guess, either got injured or wasn't playing. Well, that also goes to show you, do you honestly think Diggs had a Pro Bowl season? Because I don't. I think he had no. the worst season he's had since he's been a Buffalo Bill. And and the worst season, but he still got, the numbers were still there, which is crazy. It is crazy because you, you can imagine what kind of a season he would have had if he was 100%. And I don't care what anybody says, something happened to him yeah. and he was not right. And it didn't show up on the injury reports and whatever, whatever, but he was not right. And not even, and a lot of people want to say, because he was double teamed. And no, if you go back and watch the all 22, Diggs wasn't double teamed like that. So there was something going on. Definitely something going on. Um, You know what I forgot to say? I didn't have spilled the tea today. I'm just looking at the notes and I'm like, well, I'll spill the tea. I'll just decide when I'm going to do it. How about that? All right, cool. You just let me know. Key the music. I'll let you know. (laughs) All right. I have a a special spot for it. Okay. Mark it down. All right. 
<laughs> so we also in this organization that we, I don't run it, but we have some new hires. So they signed, I don't think this was a surprise. Joe Brady is now the OC for the Buffalo Bills. I'm, I'm taking it. You like it. You know love how it. I feel about it. I love it because this will now give him a chance to bring his own offense in instead of a patchwork offense that some of Ken Dorsey's stuff was used and the players didn't have a chance to learn a whole new offense. And my guess is he's also going to bridge what was to what will be mm-hmm. in evolving kind of offense for, for him. But I was delighted because there were talks about him maybe getting some looks at, at head, a head coaching mm-hmm. job. And I was afraid somebody was going to pluck him away. I think Atlanta. So, yeah, exactly. I think he also um, interviewed for Atlanta, Atlanta maybe last year, I want to say. So mm-hmm. when they went back to him, I was like, Ooh, maybe they really want him this time. So I was surprised yeah. he didn't take it. Yeah, but I think he deserves the OC job. He did a fine job. The team was in disarray, the offense, when he took over. And he immediately, and I mean immediately, you could see a difference in the rhythm of the play calling, et cetera, et cetera. And that's not a bad reflection on Ken Dorsey. It's just that I don't think Ken Dorsey, I don't think he had his own offense like, really set in his head and I never felt like there was, Oh, that's a Dorsey thing. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I never it's felt shambles. Like, was, like everything was in shambles. Yeah. Kind of all over the, kind of all over the place. It was like an ADHD kind of offense. Right. If you right. hear dogs in the background, yes, okay. dog. <laughs> just ignore them. Um, okay. But yes, Joe Brady, I think was, uh, I think it was the right thing to do. Continuity. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's important. You bring somebody else in and it changes everything because they're going to bring an entirely different offense in. Brady knows the players now. He's had most of a season to learn what the assets are for each player. I thought he brought Shakir along a yeah. lot better than Ken Dorsey was. Dorsey yes. was not using Shakir properly, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But that, you know, take it for what it's worth. But Brady did. And yeah, he I also like- did, the, excuse okay. me, he also did the right thing, I think, with the running game. The running game finally had rhythm to it. And I think it was because with, with Dorsey, you would see him changing running backs in the middle of a drive. <laughs> and I, I often wonder how in the hell do these guys ever get like a rhythm going? Because mm-hmm. running backs need to have a rhythm before they can hit, you know, cook, especially you get, you get him going and you see what happens. And that's what mm-hmm. Brady tapped into. And right. he was able to do that and adjust on the fly. Remember that game? Was it his first game or second game? Which game was it that they ran? Like cook ran for like 200 yards. It was like um, you're talking about the Dallas game. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. But that's what he did because yeah. you would never have seen Dorsey do that. No, he would have took him out. <laughs> he would have. But Cook was running like a wild man 
and they had a completely different game plan. Joe Brady talked about it afterwards. Well, we had a nice game plan, but I just threw it aside because we just kept running cook and nobody was adjusting. So right. what are you going to do? So you like that about him, right? That he's flexible enough to see, oh, well, I don't have, you know, I can put aside all this that I worked 40 hours on trying to mm -hmm. put together. Just go what works. Just win. And, and game adjustments. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I like that about him. Right. Do you like him? Uh, I, you know, I, I always wanted an older guy um, as an OC, but I'm not mad about, you know, they got Joe Brady in, in the building. I just, you know, I always feel that Josh needs maybe an older voice in the room, but the way that they, they talk about Joe Brady and the way that, you know, these players, like you said, continuity is what it is. And, you know, I'm all for it. I, I wanted Frank Wright, so. I did too. But I listened to Chris Jenkins. Is that who mm -hmm, talked mm -hmm. talk to us about the relationship that Brady had yes. in the past? And that was like eye-opening to me because I would yeah. have loved to have Frank Reich on board too. But I'm fine with this because I think yeah. we're all Chris, right. Chris, I think Chris was like, hey, ladies. <laughs> we got something else to talk about. Right. And I was fine with it. You know, I love, that's the thing that's so nice about you and about other people that I know who think about things and don't, you can have a discourse, right? You don't mm -hmm. have to be nasty, but we learn from each other. Absolutely. And I wish there was more of that because Chris really, it was like, wow, I didn't know anything about these connections that, that he, yeah. he told us about. So yeah, it was great. It was great. Definitely. So was yeah, great. go Joe. And, and you're right. And you're right about that. Not ha having a discord, having a conversation, having a discussion yeah. to where it's not trying to convince no. me. Right. Ladies, just I got this idea. What do you right. think of this? Right. Right. Just showing me, look at this part of it though. You know what I mean? So I, I, I definitely like that. Open yeah. to that. So yeah, I hope anybody sure. who happens to be listening to this feels free to pitch in. <laughs> yeah do that. Our next signing was Bob Bobby Babbage, which I love. I love this move. I love this move. Did I tell you I love this move? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just love, right you, I love Yes. It. We both love Bobby Babbage. We love the fact that um, the way he coaches up guys, yes. even um, Dotson. Dotson spoke so highly about about Bobby to where he's like, I didn't, I don't have enough to say. I could write a book about Bobby. You want that from your players. You want, like he, he said, he's seen something in him that no other coach seen. Like, yep. What? Yep. That's crazy. But I love it. Like he pulled something because us fans, we knew Dotson. We were like, Oh, once Dotson come in, you know, that's a really, it's a down from Edmonds and Milano. But this year, Dotson is playing out of his mind, and he's going to get a contract. And that he can thank Bobby Babbage for. Mm -hmm. I will say one thing, that Bobby Babbage is a junior. Yes. And his dad, I believe, is still coaching. Maybe he's retired now. I thought I'm he not was sure. retired, but let me see. But Something. the sons of coaches – Yes. They make pretty good coaches. Yes. Because they're raised from the time they're six years old, they're looking at film mm -hmm. with dad. Yeah. 
You're right. So they, they, they have a lifetime of experience learning how to coach. Sean McDermott is the son of a coach. Mm-hmm. He, his dad was a very well-respected high school coach in the Philadelphia area. And so you see this with Shanahan. Another oh, one. gosh. Um, Shula's kid. What's the other one? Shula is on our staff, too. Yes, Mike uh, Shula. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even know that until like maybe a year and a half ago. I'm like, there's a yep. Shula on our staff? Even Belichick's kid. Yeah, even though he's a pain, but yes. <laughs> yes. But he's not our pain anymore. No, not no, for no, a no, year no. at least. Trying to find out what Bobby is, his the senior. I know he, they said he was under Mike Dicka. Uh, I don't think he's coaching anymore. He might be retired. Yeah. Because Bobby, I believe, is 40, which is young in, in, in yes, coaching terms. But he's, his rise was like a meteor because he came on staff as an assistant defensive backs coach, if I'm not mistaken. And he was hired by Sean McDermott, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was hired in McDermott's first hires. Oh, my gosh. Assistant. His father was, yeah, impressive. Dad, I mean, his dad was famous. Yes. So Bobby Jr. I mean, he was on his way to some of a, everywhere. Okay. St. So St. can Louis, I like everywhere. Yes. I have to do this. People, I saw a comment. Is this the tea? What's that? Is this the tea? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> it's not the tea. Uh, it's the pre-tea. How about that? Okay, the pre-tea. Gotcha. It's the pre-tea. So I see this comment by someone. Oh, well, they hired him because he's Sean McDermott's puppet. And Ooh. he'll do anything. Bobby Babbage? That's what I heard. One comment I saw on Twitter. I was like, are you kidding me? He's not Bobby Bay. No, he's not a puppet for Sean McDermott. Although I do have a question for you. Who do you think, since we both love this move, who's going to be calling the plays on defense? You think that McDermott's still going to do that? So here's my thing. And Bobby Babbage Sr., um, he is retired. He retired as a linebacker's coach from the Buffalo Bills. And that promoted his son, um, Junior. That's so sweet, isn't it? Right. So, okay. So here's, I heard this as well. Um, They were saying, you know, you've had to have the conversation because I don't think you would have took the job or you might have taken the job. Because also, too, Brandon Bean was asked that question at the Senior Bowl because, you know, the Senior Bowl is happening right now, too. So it was asked, so who's calling the defensive plays. And he said that was determined during the interview. So we still don't know who's going to call the plays, which I don't have a problem with Sean calling the plays because to be quite honest, good at it. very aggressive and he was good at it. He's good at it. That's I mean, what he got had some hiccups. Into the Super Bowl. Right. He's right. good at it. And, but, you know, because Bobby is moving from an assistant position, basically, well, linebackers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. coach to DC. I could see where, you know, Bobby may have said, you know, I want to ease into this. Right. 
right? I'd be okay if you want to call the plays because that will help me learn how to do all of that. That's it might be a little bit overwhelming. I came oh back gosh, yes. from Look a linebacker coach mm-hmm. to now the whole listen, let me look, can I get two games in and then maybe mm-hmm. you can get you know what I mean? Who's to say totally. they didn't say that? So he could I'm sure they worked it out. And Bobby right. had offers. I'm sure he could have gone oh, elsewhere. Bobby actually had an offer to Miami. That's what I thought. Yeah. And I was like, please don't get this guy. Please. please I know. I was guy. like, take Leslie Frazier, but don't take him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. I too. love oh. Leslie. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. Um okay. with another hires we had, we had a so since um who left deep the defensive line? Was it this these Eric rules Washington? Crazy. He got the job yes, in, right. in Chicago. Eric Washington is going to Chicago. It might be he's not calling plays though. I heard oh, that. Oh, is that right? I didn't know yeah. that. So okay. he's in he's in he's with the Bears, and now they moved up Marcus West. Now Marcus West was what was Marcus West? He's right here. He was. Da, 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 da. He's been named. He was assistant defensive line coach. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they was moved. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how it goes to like, if you're linebackers coach to defensive, like, you know, I don't know how like quarterback coach and we still don't have a quarterback coach as of right now that I've. Uh, Not that I know of. Right? Because Not that I know of. Joe Brady took that position. Now his position is open. Because he was the quarterback coach. Right? Right. That's correct. Okay. So then Al Holcomb, who we all thought might have been calling the defensive coordinator. I thought it was a no-brainer, to be quite honest with you. I thought once they brought him in, they were going to make him the defensive coach. I mean, um, the D.C., but no, now he's the linebacker coach. This is all confusing. Well, he's got a job ahead of him, doesn't he, as the linebacker coach? Because we does. really have to fix our situation there. We do, but you, but I'll say this, Robin. Bobby Babbage left an impression on all of us. Oh, my God. He, yeah. Well, that's what got Bobby Babbage promoted. Right. Because he made he took chicken manure made and made chicken, chicken soup out of it. No offense, guys. No, no, no. So Al no Holcomb got some um, shoes to fill when it comes to this linebacker room. You know, so, but I, I love it all. I love it all. Like we're not looking for, you know, a head coach, even though some of the people still want the head coach fired. I mean, you know, everything is kind of intact going into this new um, upcoming um, season with the Bills. I mean, of course, when the draft comes, we are going to <laughs> be – Wide receiver, linebacker, defensive end, D-tech. We're going to be going crazy out of our minds. And I'm ready for yeah. it because I love it. His new pieces. Yes. Um, Bring it I on. Have a for you, but it's not. It's not. And it, it couldn't spill the tea, but mm, whatever. Uh, are you, How do you feel about Josh Allen playing golf right now? Well, I wish he was getting ready for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Besides that, are you okay with him playing golf in the off season? Why not? 
Okay. We all need a hobby. I now I will say one thing. I do hope that he does a little review class with Jordan Palmer. Yeah. Because I think it's a good thing to do every off season. Tune up, look at you know, look at your game, see what you can do to improve your game. But as far as what what Josh Allen does in his in his personal time, I say this because there's a a, a majority of Bills Mafia and who thinks that Josh should go from stop from the game two weeks removed to straight going into the off season and making sure everything is fine and all this other stuff to I'm like, no, at any time you get burned out from doing something often. So I, I say, just do you like if he wants to, and I think Robin froze, I think she did. Hopefully she, she can come back. I'll say this. I'll say this about, about why I think that Josh is fine just doing what he's doing. I don't think Josh should be playing golf the way he played golf last year. And he even said it on Busting with the Boys that he didn't really do too much off-season um, off training, per se. He didn't really meet with Jordan Palmer last year. So I, I hope this year he takes that into consideration and, and be more involved in his off-season, you know, workouts. And hopefully that happens. I was just talking about Josh and and, and, and playing golf. I, I think we just need to calm down. Josh is going to go back to Jordan Palmer. He said he's going to work on things that he needs to work on. And he understands and understood this year the, the way he worked out last season didn't work for him this season. So I think he's going to change that up. Yeah, and let's not forget, he was going through some turmoil oh, yeah. in his personal life last season. And I think people forget how much that can affect you emotionally in, in terms of your performance. And I think during the off season, he was just trying to get his life back in order. Yeah. And, and he did. I mean, as far as I know, Eventually. you know, Essentially as far as I know, things are fairly stable in his personal life. And so, yeah, I'm glad that he talked about that. I'm glad that he addressed it. I didn't hear that piece. So, and not even that, like, we're never going to know unless it's, you know, things that's happening in a negative way, what's going on with guys' personal life with their wives and their girlfriends. Right. And Josh, and as Bill's community, we kind of know what happened over that way. Mm -hmm. And to, like you said, to get that stuff straight, it took a minute because it was someone that you've been with for a long period of time. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you, just, you, and once we, we all know how we, how do you feel when your personal life is a wreck yeah. and you're trying to go to work and do your job? But you made a good point during that episode when you said, when he brought his family in and then that game, he was clean shaved and he had a yep. haircut and yep. his family, his mother, his father, his brother, everybody was there. Everybody, everybody was embraced there. him. Babies, and that, everybody. I want to say that was a, that was a home game. I can't, I can't remember what game it was, but I just remember Josh clean shaved. 
his his beard and everything was ma managed and his hair, he, everything looked great. And maybe that was the game that turned things around and said, we're here for you. We have you, son. Everything is fine. Yep. You know, so, yep. yeah. Because we saw, and truthfully, you don't have to be a trained therapist to look at somebody and know when things aren't right. Yeah. And we all saw it. We all saw it. Yeah. In he Josh. was a mess. He, he was, was a mess. mess. <laughs> I was like, was who is mess. this guy? Because you bring well, the old Josh back? Because this guy, yeah. right? Because yeah. he seriously went through a very emotional situation and he's an emotional guy. Yeah. This is the other thing about him that people need to understand and he learn to it. respect is that, yes, he is, he is an introverted person and he's not the kind of person who's going to stick his face in every media outlet, whatever. I think he like digs in a way doesn't have a bad relationship with the media, but he's guarded. Mm -hmm. Listen to his responses and he's guarded with the media. And yes. if they get prickly with him, he will say things like the one time he's, he was making fun of Bill's fans. Remember when he was saying, oh, well, he's an armchair. G. I was like, that's not Josh. He's poking. Yes. He's poking. Like, Josh, what are you saying? Oh, I get anyway. it. I get it. And then, hey, that's when he was going through stuff. It was. So I, let me tell you this story. I was listening to a podcast. It's um Ed, what's his name? Woods, Eric Woods. Oh, podcast. yes. Um, I meant to listen to that. I, I will pull it up. The center, um, center of center podcast, center on bills. So he was speaking to Mitch Morris. And so I did not know that Josh bought acres and acres of land in Buffalo. And he has a, I guess, a wine villa. You have to listen to the podcast. It's I really will. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, will. yeah, I was like, really? The way Mitch Morris like, he was like, and they built it for him. It wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, that's when you know you got money, and and you're you're the future of the Buffalo Bills. You can do stuff like that. But very interesting. I feel to know that he's investing in Western yes. New York. And once he stopped playing. He's probably going to be like a Thurman Thomas. Yep. He talked about that. He's he's emotionally tied, emotionally bonded mm -hmm. to Western New York as much as he is Fireball. Right. Because right. his grandmother has a wing at Children's Hospital. Okay? Oh, gosh. Did you see? Uh, you know how I want I don't. Well, he's not even a Chiefs fan. He's actually a Philadelphia fan. And I like Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. Jason. Jason Kelsey. He took his shirt off. He donated the the little yep. feet, the, the the piece of him to all the donation that is going to Josh's um grandmother's wing. Oshai. Yes. Oshai. Which mm -hmm. is awesome. Like, oh my God. I was just bowled over. And I have so much respect. I do for for Jason Kelsey for doing that. Mm -hmm. Because that's truly the spirit that we as Bill's Mafia have tried to teach other fan bases right. how to take adversity and turn it into something good. Absolutely. And and Jason is doing this. Look, we don't care what team 
you're a fan of. This is a great charity and I'm going to do something to support it. I just think that's so cool. Robin, he's a, if he wasn't freaking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh my God. He's Bill's mafia. He's coming back. I'm telling you, he's going to be an honorary Bills fan. Yeah. Because yeah. his tailgating was. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> die for. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So drinking out of the bowling ball Sorry, and oh, the whole brother. nine yards. Yeah. I loved it. I just yeah. thought it was. Jason Kelsey, terrific. you're the man. But let's get into some awards because we got yes. some awards to do. And we're like 30 minutes into the show. We have not talked about these things. But we so, haven't talked in a while. So, you know. I know, right? I love it, though. I love it. So, award time is this. So, me and Robin discuss some awards. She doesn't know my answers. I don't know her picks. So the first one is Underdog Award. You can go first if you like. Okay. So if we have the same ones, we're not, you know, we might have the we're same ones. We're good if we have okay. the same ones. Yep. Because we might, you know. There's yep. only so many players on the team. So <laughs> my Underdog Award of the year will go to Terrell Bernard. Oh. Because Terrell came in. When nobody, including uh, myself, expected him to do Jack at the mm-hmm. position, I was worried. Okay. Yeah, I think you were worried. I was. We were all worried oh, about yeah. what, what was going to happen. What did he do? He's the one who should have made the Pro Bowl. Yes, he should have. Should have made the Pro Bowl. It should have been more than two. Well, now we got three because of of uh, Stefan Diggs. It should have been more. It should have been right. More. But nobody but, yeah. really expected much of Terrell Bernard. Mm-mm. So I think he was kind of an underdog in the position and he did nothing but prove us all wrong. So that's yes. my, what's okay. yours? Mine's I have Shakir. Mine is that's a good Shakir. one. Yeah. I mean, year two, 39 catches, 600, six, 611 yards and two touchdowns. This is year two. I mean, year one, we didn't really expect anything from him because you're a rookie. When you're a rookie, great. If you get some catches, awesome. If not, we didn't expect anything. But we we kind of thought he should break, he should take a step, and he did. But also, too, I was kind of concerned about Shakir because when they signed signed Dalton Kincaid, I was like, all right, where's Shakir going to fit into this offense? And he found a way and found a rhythm. And when they took over, when um, uh, Joe Brady took over as OC, you've seen like they targeted him more. Right. Now, I just can't wait to, you know, season three and what Shakir is going to bring to this offense. Absolutely. He is definitely, that's a great, that's a great selection. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. So now we got rookie of the year and we might, we might agree on this one. So what's your rookie of the year? Oh, well, come on. Like, how can you not pick Dalton Kincaid? There you go. <laughs> I mean, enough said, right? The dude yeah, did enough said. fall out. Yeah. 73 catches, 673 yards, and two touchdowns. Thank you. And could it could have been more. I think oh, much more. I think if Joe Brady was in this position week one. Dalton Kincaid would have probably had maybe 900 yards. He probably would have been in the Pro Bowl. He probably would have been considered rookie of the of the of the, of year, the year as well. Yes, NFL rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would have been in the been. running for that. I mean, okay. So 
Who you defensive, got? Defensive oh, player. Defense. Defensive player of the year. Who do you got? Rasul Douglas. Really? I like it. Even though he was, he came in late. I like it. I don't care. He is my defensive player of the year because because of that reason, because he came in midstream and looked like he had played with the Bills in that defense his whole life. He did. He did. It, like, just like an intercept. I mean, he, I don't have the stats, but I think that there's a case to be made that he, I, I have a secondary choice too. I had a hard time deciding between Taryn Johnson and, and Rasul Douglas, but I thought Rasul mm. needed to have some uh, praise because literally I can't even imagine coming in from another team midstream mm-hmm. under the pressure that he was under because there was no, really nobody else. You've got yeah. Christian Benford coming up learning mm-hmm. Dane Jackson, Jackson, you know, good to very good player. I wouldn't right. say that I would put him in an elite category. No. But Russell Douglas just came in and took over. It was yeah. like, wow. Game okay. he came in game one because yes. Jackson went down. Yep. So yeah, yep. I like that pick. I didn't even think about that. But I got Trinell Terrell Bernard for that one. Ah, that's good too. Yeah, 84 tackles, um, six and a half sacks. And I only did the stats because I was just going through some stuff, I'm and that's the only reason why I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Because I was hungover. I, I kind of, I got you. <laughs> I got you. But uh, yeah, that's mine. And you and you said everything I wanted to say about Bernard. Like, he, he definitely, st- wait a minute. Yeah, Bernard. Who do I have for, who's a cornerback? Who's the cornerback? Um, Benford. Benford. I don't know why I get those always mixed up. Um, but He's just an honorary mention for sure. Yes, he definitely is. But um, Bernard, what can we say? Bernard just stepped in. I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked because I didn't think at his size he was going to be able to do the things that he did. Yes. And then the turnovers that he created. Uh, yes. I was shocked. So and that's great. That's a great pick. Now, this whole offseason, I think we spoke about it, and they said they had their player on the roster. They, they tried did. to convince us. They tried Could to convince us. Telling us. Oh, just relax. We're going to be fine. It's like, oh. No, we're not fine, oh. Brandon. And I'm not even a GM, but we're not fine, buddy. <laughs> Trying to convince fine. us. I guess we were fine. All right. Offensive you. player of the year. Who do you have? James Cook. Oh. Me too. Breakout he season for like, James Cook. He turned in. He went from being okay last year to a featured part of the offense. And in the case of, like you said, was it the Dallas game that he ran mm-hmm. all over everybody? Yeah, it was because McCarthy never made an adjustment. But I can't think of any other player that was that was more consistent. Let me give you some stats on James Cook. Uh, da, 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 da. So his first year, he was limited snack snap snaps mm-hmm. last he was. 
first year. They didn't know how to use him. They didn't know how to use use him. Oh my God, it was so disgusting. He only had 507, 507 yards. This year, a total of 1122, 1,122 yards. Double. Was that just rushing or combined? Um, I don't know. I just wrote it. I don't, it might be combined. He was out of the backfield. He's got soft hands. He drops too many. I wish he would yeah. learn to hang onto the ball a little better. But besides that, I, I do. I think he was the offensive player of the year. The obvious choice, obviously, would be, you know, you would say Josh Allen for anything like that. But right. I wanted to I wanted to go some, someone other than Josh Allen. Yes. Okay. I, I like I like the fact. And and not even that. We know that Sean McDermott wants a balanced offense. He continues to say it, continues to say it. And I think he he has one now. Like, we know that this offense is going to be Josh first, throw the ball first. We're always going to be that. But the fact that you can have an option of running the ball, love it. Amen. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, our next one is MVP, and I think we all know who that is. No, we don't, because you need to do – this is where I'm spilling the tea. Okay. The music oh, on. gosh. Hold on. <laughs> Let me find Where's it. the music? I'm getting it. Oh, she's spilling that tea. Here we go. For me, come on, just spill that. Come on, just spill that. Spill that tea for me. Spill my dirty tea. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You go first though. So my first. my um my MVP is Josh Allen. Right? I just felt that Josh not even that. Did you see where the Buffalo Bills did all of Josh Allen's touchdowns? Yes. Oh my god, that was so awesome. 52, Robin, right? I know it was crazy, 52- wasn't it? Who do you know have 52 touchdowns this season? That's including the playoffs, but even regular season, I want to say he had 41, 42 regular season. Maybe. Nobody. Y'all, stop playing with this man. It irks me that every time they talk about Josh Allen, they say, well, you know, the interceptions is uh, (laughs) – Whatever. I don't. I don't well, have. You know, we t- can't get past Kansas City, so we can't beat the big one. And they made me. I heard. You know all. who else can't get ca- past Kansas City? No other team. The Ravens. How about that? So here's my thing, and I guess I'm spilling the tea. God dang it! Yeah, I told you you would. <laughs> so the way that you guys talk about Josh, um, not Josh, but Sean McDermott, and how he needs to maybe be gone. Are you guys talking about Jim Hallberg the same way? And I probably butchered his name. Are you guys talking about Lamar Jackson the same way? Because he played like ass in that in that uh, playoff game, straight ass. So that's my that's my tea. Okay, so my spilling the tea on the MVP. I'm throwing it back to you. You, you T are my MVP, and I don't care what nobody says. You are the most valuable player on this podcast, and I love you to death. And so that's what I'm spilling the tea on. Oh, wow. You're killing me right now. Thank you. What are you doing? Stop it. 
I'm playing with you. <laughs> Onward. All righty. I don't like you. I don't like surprises, but thank you. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> most improved. Now, this is where I have Tyrell Dodson. Oh, okay. Because Mr. Dodson went from somebody who I would just do this with every time he was on the field to somebody that I'm watching going, wow, he can play. His game, he upped his game this year. And I believe he deserves consideration for most improved. Who you got? So my most improved is Ed Oliver. Oh, Ed, good. Ed Oliver. Very so good. In uh, 2022, he had 29 tackles, two and a half sacks. This year, he had 42 tackles, nine and a half sacks, and one interception. Damn, he was close to double digits. I didn't know that. That's yeah, good. yeah. I That's mean, good. he told us that he was going to that contract was not going to be kind of worthy of his, of his worth. I, I'm interested to see how he's going to be next year because, you know, once you get money and you're trying to, well, you've already proved it, but I think Ed is still going to be. Ed's going to be Ed. Yeah. He has I think he, ethic. Yeah, that too. And I think he probably thinks like he should get Solid. paid more yes. because, you know, but I, I also Exactly. Also, too, I think the playoffs, our guys become flat. And I thought this year they might have ran out of steam because you've seen Ed Oliver wasn't playing with Daquan next to him. And all the rotation had to be different because the different player, defensive players were not the rotation was not the same. So Ed played more snaps than he's ever played. I want to say mm -hmm. this year. So maybe he ran out of steam. I'm not giving him no type of excuses because I think once you get paid that money, you have to come and perform period. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, you're you're going to be, you're going to be held to that standard. Right. Right. So the next one is in the trenches award. Do you have I someone? have to give this one to Spencer Brown. Oh, I like it. Because Spencer really upped his game. He could probably have been most improved as well. Mm -hmm. He would fit into that category. But since he was in the trenches, I and I take that very seriously because, as everyone knows, I love the men in the trenches. Oh, Molly's. Oh, Molly's. I love them all. But Spencer Brown went from being very unreliable and inconsistent Oh my to God. One of the stronger players along the offensive line throughout the year. Mm -hmm. I thought he had a very solid year. Who you got? I have to give it to his guy next to him. Osiris, Osiris. Torrance. And I could have I could have given rookie. that rookie of the year as well. But mm -hmm. I just thought Osiris played every snap. He on did. That line. That's right. He never and missed a snap. He's never missed a snap. And he became NFL's all-rookie as well. Mm -hmm. So I, we got something special in this guy. Yeah. And I like it. I think you're absolutely right. And 
our offensive line remaining healthy throughout the season and they played playing, together. They, they started all the way through yeah, was started, a yeah. real bonus for Josh. Oh, he but had too, a, yes. I think Josh has to be aware that he has a good offensive line now. He doesn't to have to run so much. There it is. And you don't have to be jittery in the pocket. Your offensive line is going to hold up. There needs to be more trust there. I agree. It, it, I think he'll get there. It'll all kind of come together. It did sort of toward the end of the year. Yeah, it did. They were, they were functioning better, but that was, you know, Josh's I don't know if it was, part. was it Kansas city or was it Pittsburgh where he was staying in the pocket? And I was like, Oh my God, he has Pittsburgh. time. Was it Pittsburgh? Okay. Thank you. And I was like, Oh my God, he has time. This yes, is what you need from time. your quarterback, right? You need That's your you pocket want. to hold up. You want up. him to be able to survey the field. You want him to feel comfortable. I'll never forget. I can't even remember the game he was Dallas. playing in. Yes, Thanksgiving. Yes. You I know remember because I was like, oh. he looked like he was standing back there for 10 seconds. It did. It did. He he stopped jumping up and down. He was yeah, flat-footed. He was flat-footed through the ball. <laughs> of course, he's the only one that can do that for 60 yards flat-footed. But oh, bless not talk about the 60 yards that he threw the you know who and dropped the ball. Anyway, anyway. Moving right along. <laughs> right. So Leslie Frazier had an interview for the defensive coordinator with Miami. Congratulations. I don't think he got the job. Did they announce somebody? I don't, I didn't see any more. Um, but here's just, my okay, thing about it. That they were interviewing people and Great. They, were, they were interviewing a lot of people. Here's my deal with Leslie Frazier. I love Leslie. I, I wondered how this was all going to be handled because if you remember when he left, it was, he's just going to take a year off mm-hmm. is what we were told and we were just told. kind of make a, deci- a decision about what he wanted to do. Well, it seems like all of a sudden Bobby Babich is the defensive coordinator and we didn't hear anything, but nothing. There must have been some sort of discussion about, well, Leslie, you want to come back or don't you? Or maybe you don't want to, or maybe. But they haven't said to. anything, though, Robin. Not a, not a word. Bobby Babbage is this guy is this. And then, hey, and where's all Leslie? Of a sudden, Leslie Frazier's interviewing in, in Miami. It's like, okie dokie. So, guys, so, we okay. still remember Leslie was took a year off. Are you right. going to tell us about him or no? Right. It was like, okay. I wish one of the reporters would ask just that question, like, you know, maybe I'll ask Mookie to put that one out there. Just like, okay, Leslie. Because I kind of wish we could just say goodbye and thank you and all of that stuff because he was with the Bills for a long time. He's been the DC with Sean McDermott since he's been a head coach. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Now that brings up the other thing I want to say about Leslie Frazier and then I'll be off of it. One of the things that happens, and I think he does this as a gentleman, but he gets interviewed for a lot of positions that I believe they never have any intention of hiring him for. And so he gets these interviews because of the Rooney rule. I hate it. And I believe that I'm with you a thousand percent. 
I think I think Leslie Frazier is such a gentleman mm-hmm. that he's willing to do this. Okay, I'll interview even though I know that I'm just this is the Rooney rule. This thing. is some fakes. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, but it, I mean it's true. It's out there. It's what ridiculous. You, the fact that you have to write a rule about it is just sickening. It's to ridiculous. Me, but. But this is the world we live in. Exactly. This is the world we live in. Before we get too serious on anything, because me and Robin can get serious, but before we do, we're going to, this is not too serious. Who are you picking in the the Super Bowl? Uh, Kansas City. Are you? And you know why? (laughs) You're going to laugh. Because I'm hoping that Andy Reid will retire if he wins the Super Bowl. Oh, well, they wasn't in a conversation that he might. So go. So, you said go. <laughs> Bye. Go. Take your burgers and go. I'm, I'm all over it. I'm all over it. Casey. Here's the what thing. You got? I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I, I can't pick. I just can't because I don't like neither one of the teams. I'm sorry. I don't either. Patrick Mahomes, I respect him. You know, I respect him. You're nowhere near... Tom Brady, I am so sick of hearing that he's the next um this. He his 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 records or his accolades, whatever, is comparable to Tom Brady. Guys, he's he's not. He's got he's a not. long way to go. He has a long way to go. Let's just give Tom Brady. That's Tom. And for me as a Bills fan, to say about Tom Brady, I don't give a hoot nanny. Tom Brady is up there by himself. To me, it's like a Michael Jordan thing. And I say this because I see Michael Jordan play. I know I'm seeing LeBron. I'm just saying Michael Jordan is there. So for me, Tom Brady is there. Until you Mm -hmm. get eight, you're not nowhere near Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. And he's not the same quarterback by any means. It's not. It's not. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. He's the face of the NFL right now. Yes, he is. So let's just leave it at that. The team is good. He's good. Kelsey is in a tight end by himself. I don't know if he's as, as good as Grant, but also two, two different type of de- de- tight ends mm-hmm. at the time. Grant made the tight end position oh, the man. way it is now. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's who I got. I have no one. <laughs> Sorry. And I have Casey because I want Andy Reid to retire. Yes, yes. So that's where we're at with this Super Bowl stuff. So we're going to come back and talk about the Super Bowl because it's going to happen. Well, no, it's not going to happen. we got one more week. But what I do want to talk about next week is probably some. Are we some... coming next week or are we going every other week? Oh, no, we're not. We're not here. We better tell people. Yes, I will. I'm, I'm going to put something out. So. It's the off season, and Robin and I decided to go every other week. So next week we won't be here, but the following week. So we're gonna do February. Are we doing 15th. the beginning? Yeah, we're doing the beginning of the week and the middle of the week. Or are we doing? We'll figure it out. Once we figure it we'll out, let we'll, you know. we'll let you know. But we're going twice a month now because it's the off season, and it's not a lot to talk about. No, but the other thing we are going to do, and I'm going to, I can't confirm this yet because I have to check with him, is to bring in Dean Kindig, our draft guru from Fanbase, because this man is the guru of all gurus. I want to know. 
I want to know so, about wide receivers. I want to know about exactly. the D-Techs. Well, there's, a, there's know- a piece out today. There's He does a, a what he calls an elimination game. Yes. Where he takes all those. Well, he's got – I just put out the wide receiver one he did this morning. Okay. So I got to read out. it. Because I've been checking all his stuff out. And I have to direct, um, I have to DM because I want to know about um, a guy that I've seen and I want his input in it about a D tech. Well, I have my one technique defensive tackle. Oh, yeah. You, and you, please. Oh, my God. Did you see him? He was catching a football. Yes. That's a big motherfucker right there. He's big. I love it. But yeah, we'll definitely. yeah, let me know because we'll I would love to have get Dean can dig to come on okay. next time. Sounds good. Thank you again, Robin, for always showing you. up and surprising and you're me. You're my MVP. I love you. I don't like you. <laughs> After I just said I loved <laughs> I you. Love me. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, do, you I do. do. Uh, but this has been Tea Time with Robin, guys. Thank you again for always showing up and listening. And it's always Go, go Bills. Bills. Peace, y'all. Peace. What are the bull- Until next time, Mafia, this has been Tea Time with T and Robin. The bills make me wanna. Yeah!